0: Welcome to the fifth episode of The Big Question, presented by Friends of Film, a podcast taking an in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss if Solo's first trailer was better than what the Super Bowl had to offer. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again, joined by a man who wasn't worried about Solo, maybe still isn't, Josh Straley.
1: I mean, I was, then I wasn't, and then I was, and then I stopped being. Yeah. Then I rolled my eyes, and then I told you two weeks ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Not worried. Yes. And now everyone on the internet is like, hey, uh, we're not worried either. I'm (laughs) like, posers, come on. Uh, But hey, everyone, don't forget, you can get all of our latest updates on Facebook and Twitter at Friends and Film. And be sure to check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And if you can, leave us a review. It really helps five star put some comments in there josh is great cooper wow cooper's and, eh, okay yeah
0: well i mean i'm not gonna go that <laughs> route but you can it's your
1: comment but that's what we would really appreciate
0: yes and you know as i mentioned our big question this week is related to solo if you guys listen to the main show this week you will know you'll you'll th- you'll be you'll be oh, i can't talk anymore you'll be thinking to yourself wait i thought the solo trailer was getting its own emergency episode that was the plan Plans change because we dropped an emergency episode instead about a new Star Wars trilogy series Mm -hmm. that's on the way from Game of Thrones creators. Be sure to check that out. It's already out for you guys. Um, So instead, we brought Solo's trailer in with the Super Bowl, asked if, you know, was Solo's trailer better than the other Super Bowl trailers? Yes or no, Josh? Yes. No. 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 Whoa. Divide. Controversy. Okay. Debates.
1: Well, I mean, this is interesting, though. I mean, because are you... I mean, some some
0: total-wise, all of the trailers on Super Bowl Sunday... That's not what I mean. That's not what you mean. I mean, there was a trailer... On Super Bowl Sunday. On Super Bowl Sunday, that was better than uh, the solo trailer. Oh, okay. Wow. Both of them. The teaser... To the teaser, really, and the actual teaser trailer. <laughs>
1: yeah, see, like I could, like both. I could, like, kind of, like, say yes and to no. both or no. Well, I could say I could say yes to both. Yes, you're right. Oh, okay. Because I'd be like, well, the teaser was really great, and you know, but the solo trailer was like even better. Yeah. But I kind of like the teaser a little bit more in some moments. Really? But also, the full trailer is the full trailer, and yeah, it's hard to say no to some of those frames, even
0: so. though it's not a full trailer.
1: What is a full trailer? I just like, don't know like anymore. Like, 215,
0: 230 is, okay. like, the official trailer length, typically. So we
1: on Sunday, so we got a, a t-
0: teaser for the teaser
1: trailer. Yeah, I got 45
0: seconds, and then on Good Morning America, Monday morning, they did the minute and a half trailer, which was an additional 45 seconds, plus other new stuff we hadn't seen before, Yeah, see. um, in the uh, actual teaser trailer. Um, so, let's... We're going to, we'll kind of go through each trailer that came out, talk about it, and then um, you'll wrap it all up in kind of an overarching why do we feel the way we do sort of thing. Okay. Um, so we'll start with Solo. That's, Please. That, that's the lead of this episode. You think it's better than anything we saw. Yeah. What What kind of blew you away or made you excited about this?
1: Well, first of all, I mean, the, it's titular star, Han Solo. Yeah. Alden Ehrenreich. Um, I was, I knew he was a great actor, and I was wondering how he's going to portray Solo, and how there he's going to, and how he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I suppose. And there are two ways: you do a Harrison Ford impression as Han Solo, or you do an impression of Han Solo. And he chose, or you know, you just inhabit a younger Han Solo, right. I suppose. Okay. Do your own thing. Don't try to be Harrison Ford. And he's he's not doing that here at all, mm-hmm. except for, I mean, he's got a couple little, you know, there's the cockiness that hasn't developed yet, but it's also there. There's the relax, relax moment, <laughs> like I'm not, got this under control type of a deal. Um, and then there's also a moment where he smirks to Amelia Clark, and you're like, that's Han Solo. It's not the I know everything kind of smirk, but it's the, what are you talking about type of yeah. thing. Like, it's me, you know? Um, like when he greets Lando on the landing page. And that's another thing. I've kind of segued perfectly into this. <laughs> Holy smokes. Lando, I mean, Donald Glover is Lando Calrissian. I cannot say enough great things about it. He hasn't spoken. Yeah, He's only grimaced and st- I guess in the trailer, both trailers, Oh, but he yep. did give a smile. I think he gives a smile. And yeah, he
0: smiles in the actual, in the actual teaser. Mm-hmm.
1: In the teaser or in, in the actual trailer? In the teaser trailer. <laughs> in the teaser trailer. In the
0: Not the teaser to the teaser yeah, trailer. Yeah, in the
1: Super Bowl spot, he's looking just dapper as heck. I mean, the, the, the storm and the cloak and everything, but that's not that. Um, and then all the elements of the world that Solo's going to take place in just look awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, Cantina, come on. We're getting cliche here, guys, but okay. <laughs> um, but also Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, some of the robots and the ships, and we're getting a glimpse of some star destroyer in like the middle of a hurricane, yeah. or possibly the Ma, the, which is what I think it is. Um, and I really, really am excited because I think this is the script that calves in wrote, and there's. If you show this to somebody, I'm like, is this a Ron Howard movie? I'd be like, no, it's not a Ron Howard movie. That's a Star Wars movie. <laughs> and that's exactly what we saw on screen. So, yeah, that's why I felt this trailer like just absolutely crushed it yeah. in every way. I mean, we didn't get to hear the solo score. We got some no. generic Star Wars music mm-hmm. that was twisted around a little bit, which I'm assuming is going to be a part of the full score. Probably, It was good. Um, but it was definitely different. It was de- it was definitely different, which is great. You got you got to do variations on everything, mm-hmm. so that's where I'm at. What did you think though of uh, the solo
0: trailer? I thought it was better than I expected. Oh wow! Okay, not not, not not. I don't, I don't want <clears> that to be a sound like a slight towards the movie. No,
1: but what did you expect this trailer to be before you? talk about how it was
0: better. i expected to be more light-hearted um okay. maybe a little less actiony mm-hmm. um especially the the teaser for the teaser trailer um was definitely quick i was a little um worried after it because we only see like one actual shot of alden yeah we only hear him speak one line it's really muffled mm-hmm. and you're like Ugh.
1: Yeah, you okay, can't get a grasp- It's like yeah. it's like
0: okay, what, what am I getting from this kid? Um, I think that's uh, something I still want to find and see way more of now after seeing the actual teaser, mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, we do get to see him, um, you know, talk more. We get to see more looks at him, you know, his mannerisms, the way he stands, walks, um, smiles, whatever it is. And he does he pulls off a convincing Han, but it's definitely different than Harrison Ford. Um, So I think there's just an adjustment period, and I think that's just because it's a minute 30 Mm -hmm. pulled out of various sections of a film, and once the movie is actually here and we're actually watching it, we'll see him early on, and within a couple minutes, we'll all be transitioned into, all right, this is is Young Han, you know, yeah, it's not Harrison Ford, because it can't be, but this is Young Han, and I think that'll work, but I still want to see a lot more. Um, but really I was this is this is almost weird to say, um but I'm disappointed it wasn't longer. Okay. Because after all of this wait, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this trailer mm-hmm. to the point where some people are like, Don't even release a trailer, just put it on theaters, right. pull a Cloverfield Paradox and just <laughs> let it let it hit theaters unknowingly to the world. Um and I thought at this point we wouldn't get the typical teaser trailer. We would get the, here's the two-and-a-half-minute trailer showing you a lot more of the movie. Not so it's, you know, er- oh, I saw the whole movie in two-and-a-half minutes. No, mm-hmm. it's just so we can get a better understanding of what this movie is. Um Because, yeah, like, if you listen to our merged episode, I brought up that you know, this has, or you brought up that this has the very the very same uh aesthetic to Rogue One and yeah. like it kind of looks like the anthology movies as a whole have are going to stay in line with one look and let the Skywalker sagas um take on a look of their own. And so I was kind of because they were saying oh it's a western but I still had the Phil Lord and Chris Miller opens so like a buddy comedy. I was expecting it to be a little lighter. I was in terms of not only the tone but also just the overall look it was, it was very gloomy. Yeah. Um but at the same time, there were some great action stuff in this uh, trailer. Whether it's his car racing, pod racing, whatever you want to call it, speeder, then, yeah. Uh, when he is when they're flying in the Falcon, there's the space octopus trying to attack him. Yeah, I have no like, idea
1: what that is. All
0: that stuff looked cool, and it made it look a lot more like a big summer blockbuster than a here's a family holiday movie that you would expect if this was still in december kind of. Um so it's it's interesting that that's the way i feel knowing that it's sticking to that may 25th release date. Yeah. It's not changing. Um but you know and yeah, i thought uh Glover looked good as Lando, but i f- i do find it kind of funny the immediate oh my gosh, i want a Lando solo movie with starring Donald Glover. You right. know, we haven't heard him say anything, but yeah. all the criticism Dalton was I I don't know if he's any good until I know what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know he's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna sound different than Billy D Williams. He looks different than Billy D Williams. Like it's not like oh wow that is a young Billy D Williams right there. They could look the same, but they're not identical. <laughs> right. Um. So it, I I think those immediate reactions are kind of funny. Um. And I'm just kind of waiting to see more, I guess, because we've been through so much of this movie that I'm like. Mm-hmm. All right, I like I like what I see, but I don't think it's better than a particular chair that was at the Super Bowl. So
1: okay, that's fair enough. Um, I will say though, one I mean I guess one final praise for this movie is Bradford Young. Yes, thank you for my is plan. just his fingerprints, and this is I don't know not one of the main I think it was one of the main tenets of my um, why I'm not worried about Han Solo. And the guy is crushing it. I guess I'll. Can I fold in the teaser trailer too? Yeah, is that yeah, all yeah, yeah, Part of it. It's all. It's all. Well, one. First of all, there is an, an incredible shot in the teaser trailer of Solo standing outside of the Falcon. I think it's Solo. Yeah. I'm assuming it's Solo outside of the it's Falcon, a, and it's just you know it's the most iconic and recognizable part of the ship mm-hmm. facing you, and he's just looking up at it, and with the thunder in the background yeah. and some storm, you know, and it's just like that is really cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's a nice high take t- through the a very pristine interior yeah. of the Falcon. I
0: didn't even know it was the Falcon until somebody pointed it out to me. I was like, wow, I'm just yeah. used to it being like brown. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the
1: it uh, that created some great side-by-side comparisons. Mm-hmm. And it really takes the what a hunk of junk, you know, line from right. Luke Skywalker, you know, just into the next realm there. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's, you know, impression of the Falcon Uh in the, you know, in the coming days and whatnot. Um, especially if, like, they're familiar with what a YT freighter is supposed right. to look like. <laughs> uh, and, you know, there's also, and then we get to the, there's a rail top battle sequence yeah. too. These are a little bit more traditional, you know, CG mm-hmm. IQ generated film takes or whatever. But still, still I mean, really good. he has hand in crafting those. But then also there's some kind of, you know, it looks like an old western gunfight and yeah. that looks really good, too. Someone uh, pulled up a comparison shot from another Western film and put him mm-hmm. side by side. And he, Bradford's done his homework. Yeah. he's just one of my favorite cinematographers out there right now. Him and Hoyt, yeah, you know, can just <laughs> – oh, I, oh, no, I would just love to see those two fight it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was the other big thing for me as well was if anything, mm-hmm. I know this movie is not going to look bad. Yeah. I know – this movie could be terrible, you know. Maybe Alden, the parts they showed, were the only parts where he wasn't doing his Ace Ventura impression or whatever, you know. Yeah. And that's the, that's all they could show us. And in the movie, he's terrible. Mm-hmm. And Glover speaks in a really high pitched voice. It's just so like, that's not Lando. What is he doing? Is and that a Community. Yeah, <laughs> and like everything else is just so weird, and it's not Star Wars at all. But I know the whole time I'm just like, wow, this looks incredible. Um, from the action scenes I mentioned earlier you brought some up as well to just the overall look of it. It's just, it looks great. And to know that he was one of the own, like he was the the biggest crew member, I think to carry over from, I think a lot of the crew members stayed on, but like normally I would feel like if a director leaves a cinematographer would leave too, because it's, it's a pick from the director, right. but at the same time, it also not to get the Phil Lord, Chris Miller stuff back in here, but mm-hmm. like, at the same time, was like, wow, what would a Phil Lord and Chris Miller movie look like with that cinematography? Yeah. Like, that would have been something really cool. But at the same time, it looks like Ron Howard's done a really good job yeah. reshooting 80% of this movie in a mm-hmm. couple of weeks.
1: It all looks like a cohesive narrative. I mean, I haven't seen the film yet, obviously. But with respect to Bradford Young, I'm going to go ahead and say it already. He blew Stephen Yeldon out of the water from The Last Jedi. I mean, just everything we've seen from Solo already. Ooh, and man. i know that's saying a lot
0: there are some really good uh iconic already shots
1: i know i mean especially in the throne room battle
0: oh my but gosh
1: i i'm a, i'm i'm very comfortable saying that already
0: okay do you think he'll get an oscar nomination he already he no, got one, for, he, got they... one for, he got one for arrival oh bradford yeah bradford
1: no because they stiff these movies like they stiff these big budget movies
0: I do it all the time.
1: I mean, an Arrival was the $60 million limited yeah, yeah, release yeah. schedule. Not doing that with a Star Wars film, so no one's even think about it.
0: Okay. Um, but moving on to the trailer that I do think was better than the Solo, Mission Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer, I'm sure, didn't get you that, that excited. I, I'm actually interested to hear your opinion on it because okay. you haven't seen the first five movies. Yeah. You're kind of coming in fresh in a way mm-hmm. uh, in the sixth film so far. But I loved this trailer the more I watched it because it felt like the natural progression of this franchise. But it also – you're like – you can feel Christopher McQuarrie being like, all right, he did a really great job with Rogue Nation. Now he's just back to go to the next level. Um, I mean – A lot of the appeal mission impossible is the crazy big stunts. And the first part of this trailer is mainly story and kind of like setting up like the oh, kind of okay, what's going on? Okay, interesting, looks good. And then like the last minute is just like all on action and it is killer. I mean, whether it's (laughs) it starts right when Ethan Hunt just slams Rebecca Ferguson with a car, you're like, what's happening? You guys are like, you guys are buddies. Um, it looks like it sets up like a really. Uh, interesting. Like, like I don't know what the dynamic is with that. Ethan Hunt is after something, but then Rebecca Ferguson looks like she's gonna try to stop him. But then the CIA with Angela Bassett and Henry Cavill are after Hunt as well. And Henry Cavill and his mustache—wow, does look good. Looks real good. I mean, <laughs> that bathroom fight scene, like where he just like kind of throws his shoulders around. You're like, oh my gosh very brutal. Like that's like the most intimidating Henry Cavill's ever been and he's been Superman in the sky with red eyes and yeah. I'm like eh, Batman can still probably take him now I'm like oh my gosh everybody in here is gonna die yeah. <laughs> and like it's just you know it, it's exciting to see mm-hmm. um but that again the trailer just ends with just the Tom Cruise highlight reel like okay you want to you guys think he's done crazy stuff for okay here he's he's gonna fall off a cliff he's gonna get He's gonna drive across the street, get hit by a car, flip over. You're gonna see the shot of him break his ankle. He's gonna dangle from a helicopter, do a high-speed helicopter shootout with Henry Cavill. Like, there's so much uh, stuff in here that it really gave me everything I wanted to see from the first Mission Impossible trailer. That, no, it got me super hyped again to see this movie in July. And you don't have any connection. I
1: have no connection. And I understood nothing in this trailer. <laughs> it felt like all, like it felt like the whole trailer was, "Hey, you like Mission Impossible movies? All right, well here's a trailer for you." Wink. And right. then every f- scene in this movie or this trailer, sorry, is like a wink to the audience who have seen the last five Mission Impossible films. And and I will say, at least it is set up nicely because I do know the you know the. Mission Impossible does the stunts thing. Right. Rebecca Ferguson <laughs> sets it up really well, where she says, he's like, how's Ethan doing? And she's like, well, you know, or no, he, she didn't. Um,
0: uh, Michelle Monhan asked it to uh, Ving Rhames. Yes. He's like, uh, he's like, he's, he's, <laughs> You know, what does he say? He's, he's up like, to his old stuff. Yeah, and or you then, know Ethan. And then Rebecca first asked Simon Pegg, Was what, what is he doing? Simon Pegg's like it's better not to ask. Yeah, and then it's just <laughs> not like think about it or something. Yeah, and
1: then you said, it's just the highlight reel of everything ridiculous in this movie. Um, an FBI van getting smashed off. Like you said, him running over Ferguson. Yeah, with the uh, the car, which is just made me, it made me laugh for a second. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't.
0: You're wow. Like that's brutal.
1: Yeah, um, and then, gosh, I just. I mean, part of me says, Josh, you don't like these movies. But then uh, I felt myself saying, I kind of want to know what this is all about. Good. The It does it does just look so ridiculous, though. Yeah. I mean, especially the shot of the helicopter going right at that semi-truck. I'm like, there's no way he pulls up in time. The laws of physics will not allow <laughs> that. You know, it's not Tom possible. Tom Cruise defies physics. So, you know, I've, I've got so many questions. Right. And I haven't determined whether I'm going to. Go in fresh mm-hmm. or catch myself up. Yeah, over these next few weeks or months, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So I'll figure that out. But this trailer was just kind of like, all right. I mean, looks like a fun action movie,
0: right? But but you Mission, don't have the attachment.
1: Mission Impossible is still the Tom Cruise franchise that I just have. Yeah. You know, I, I can't. I into. You know, I've never gone after. I suppose. Right,
0: which. This isn't a surprising reaction um, for me to hear from you because it'd be like, you know, if my grandma or somebody who's never seen Star Wars saw Trevor Han Solo, they'd be like, okay, looks, sure, it looks good. But it's like the people who know Star Wars who, mm-hmm. you know, obsessed over the original trilogy, they're like, oh, it's Han Solo. That's why I'm excited, right? Has your grandma never seen Star Wars? I don't. I, oh. She probably has. Okay. But I'm just like, you know, I'm just using an example. You know, <laughs> fair enough. Joe Schmo off the street. Okay. Whoever, whoever hasn't seen it, got you know. It. Um. So I, I think I think that comes with any franchise that. <clears throat> yeah. People who have seen the movies before and like the previous movies are going to be more excited for a new installment than people who haven't seen the previous movies or who saw the previous movies and weren't excited about or didn't love them. Um. And that brings us to another sequel trailer we got. That uh, being the second trailer for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yes.
1: And this one, I mean, this if anything would have made me choose the Super Bowl. It would have been this one? It would have been this one. It was miles. Like, you know, uh, I don't know, miles to the moon and back, whatever that number (laughs) is, better than the first trailer. But also, its deficiencies were... It's not Han Solo, and it looks like a rehash of the Lost World. Yeah, a lot. of Oh, a wins. lot. Um, first of all, we open up with a T. Rex, or no, some one of the mutant raptors. Yeah, or dinosaurs, or the miniaturized. I, I, yeah, I, think,
0: it is, I think it's the new <clears throat> whatever hybrid dinosaur they Indominus were Rex. selling. Yeah, in that auction, I don't know what it's called, but like the new one that's made in this movie um, that. Uh, Toby Jones is like selling at the auction I think it's that one but I could be wrong yeah
1: oh yeah and Toby Jones which I don't even remember being cast in this movie but we did cover it I think we talked about it yeah
0: because it was him and Rafa Spall who's also in the trailer so
1: I was like I kind of like surprised myself again after (laughs) this because I'm like oh that's right okay you know and so but all of that but then we got to see some actual animatronics in this film And I'm all about that. First of all, there's a couple of uh, some dinosaurs strapped down and that are being tended to that are wounded. Um, Those are being like, those are actual Mm -hmm. physical props. There's one of a mouth coming in through the window at the start of the bedroom scene where there's there's, saliva dripping off it and the teeth and everything tangible and real. Mm -hmm. And this was the stuff that Colin Trevorrow was talking about, which it is. I do want to apologize for what I said. I think I, I don't think I called him a liar, but I was like, <laughs> why would you not show us the, you know, the cool stuff that you've been talking about right. for months on end for this next film? Mm-hmm. So I was glad we finally got to see that. But there was no Jeff Goldblum. That was no. a strike against it. But then also, the dinosaurs are coming back to the mainland. They were right that everything happens in that first 45 minutes. Looks like there's a nice long... Hour and a half, two hours of.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, I don't two think it'll be. Hours. I don't think it'll be Blade Runner. Link, but yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: there's a whole new section for them to explore once they finish the big explosion at the island. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm i not into this. This didn't do anything. Didn't move the meter at all. Nope. I just think it looks and like you know, I wasn't somebody who came out of Jurassic. I thought I like Jurassic World, and my media thought wasn't. That was just Jurassic Park, but kind of bigger and updated. Yeah. It was just like, it was fine. It was good. I enjoyed myself, but it's, you know, it wasn't anything great. And it looks like this one is just, yeah, it's doing the Lost World thing where, all right, we're going to go get the dinosaurs and for some reason bring them to the mainland. Like, do they not, do people not remember this universe that they tried this 20, 30 years ago and... That's something They messed I, up? Yeah, see, that's what
1: I don't know. I want to say that. I'm like, why would they not do that? But then also, I was under the impression that this movie has retconned The Lost World and... And 3? JP3, yeah. Why? I don't know. I feel like that's what I was told. <laughs>
0: but, I, me, it's possible. It wouldn't surprise me, I guess, but at the same time, I don't remember anything of saying that i mean yeah
1: no there's no official announcement
0: i mean we could find out i guess if jeff goldblum like mentions like his daughter or whatever his stepdaughter or right um the, or the
1: gymnast <laughs> yes um kelly who's that the actress's name i don't remember i don't Actually, remember I either
0: but um or the san diego incident right Like if he if he, if he references some of that then we'll know for sure but out even outside of that um I just—I don't know. I don't really understand what this movie's about. It's about like, oh, the dinosaurs—they're on the island. Now we have to go save them, and in the process, bring them to the mainland because we're about like these like dinosaurs are animals too, right? Sort of thing. But right. then we're bringing them to the mainland to sell them in an auction, and somehow there's like a a courtroom drama going on with jeff goldblum and yeah. it's like oh i know about dinosaurs it's like but then they escape and now they're in people's houses and then claire like has a gunpoint at one of them i'm pretty sure and it's like wait didn't you save didn't you save them like it's just well, yeah it's it's a it's a lot of weirdness that i'm just not sure what this movie is really trying to be and especially because colin Durant keeps hyping up is like this is so scary and i'm like I don't see anything super scary. Maybe you're holding that out of the marketing. Like, there can be some kind of ooh, you know, spooky images of like ooh, there's a dinosaur in that girl's bedroom, or <laughs> the shot of the the raptor walking down the hallway with fire behind him. Yeah, those are those are cool shots, but I wouldn't say they're necessarily scary. Um, so I'm just kind of like, okay, like also I'm gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna see this movie, we're gonna review yeah. it, but I'm like, I'm not really interested in it at all.
1: Right, okay. I mean, which I can be sympathetic to, and I do think they're holding it out of the marketing, and I'm pretty sure she's pointing the gun, you know, in the...
0: um, It could be a Trank, too, so I mean...
1: Right. Or she's pointing it at the Mutant Raptor or Indominus Rex, whatever they've got out there. Still be be
0: an animal, though, right? So if her whole thing is like... Right, even carnivores
1: should be taken care of. Yeah, it looks like it's the uh, role that... Jeff Goldblum's girlfriend in The Lost World, who's also a very famous actress. Julianne
0: Moore? Julianne Moore. Why am I... I'm just losing names I was, I was all ho- over I was like, I was like, I hope that's it, because that's the only person <laughs> I can think of.
1: <laughs> Speaking of which, if Julianne Moore needs to get back to this franchise.
0: Yeah. As well as... I think we ta- said Laura yeah. Dern. You said Laura Dern at the top I, of the show. I'm calling it now. It's a scoop. Not really. But Laura Dern's going to be the third one. Because they're going to make a third one. Even this movie's tr- terrible. It's still good, probably going to make like a billion dollars, because the first one went insane at the box office. So, this movie's probably going to do really good as well. Get a third one, close out the trilogy, Trevorrow's had plans at the beginning, and in doing so they'll bring Lord Dern back and um, Sam Neill, please. Sam Neill says in his head that <laughs> Alan Grant's dead, but <laughs> that's just his head cannon. That's not official canon, so they can <laughs> a, change. Things. A ten million dollar paycheck. It'll probably we'll change. Revive, yes, we will revive Doctor Grant yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, I'd, yeah, absolutely. Bring Lord Durn back. Um, but those are those are probably the two biggest ones. And then we had t- a couple other trailers that came out. We had our first trailer for Skyscraper. Yes. Dwayne Johnson plays a security agent. Yes. Who is also disabled, has a prosthetic leg. A former
1: veteran security guard. Yeah.
0: So he's got like all, he's got all this history and he now, he, now he is in charge of protecting the world's tallest building, but obviously doesn't go according to plan. He gets framed for murder. His right. family is on the upper floors. Mm-hmm. He has to go save them. And in the midst of it all, he has to make the biggest jump of his life. Yeah. From a crane to a building. And after he doesn't successfully make the jump. (laughs) His prosthetic leg gets caught on a rope. And starts yanking off. Which is. I have to imagine. Would be excruciating excruciating pain. Yeah. uh, For somebody to experience. Um, Also incredibly terrifying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) To have your leg like being ripped off from you. Um, But at the same time. This movie looks absolutely ridiculous, Yes, but I'm here for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I would say I am, too. I mean, it's even more cliche than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. He's he's a veteran. He's a security guard. You know, like, totally blue-collar, American as American can get, Mm -hmm. and he's just trying to earn his money. I think he even says that in the trailer. uh, Yeah. Bring home the bacon or something like that. Yep. And... Not only that, he tells the people that they're building it's not safe. Listen to me, please. Like we're not listening to you. Fine, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. Who are you? No. I th- they're making fun of his credentials. <laughs> yeah.
1: So then he's like, so then he becomes the guy who has to save the day, and then also he's in the building for all of the trailer except for the crane jump, mm-hmm. So, like I joked about, I think I'm one of the two. Tra- I think it was on last this week's main episode. Um, how does he? get over to the crane, and then yeah. back into the building. So there's there's so many questions that I have. <laughs> but it does actually I mean it takes the whole definition of cliffhanger, you right. know, and actually just puts it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to Dwayne Johnson hanging from that building with his leg caught on that
0: thing. Probably something incredible.
1: I know, and I want to see it. Absolutely. So, I mean, good job. Yeah, it's it's still not. Doesn't look like a great film, but no, you know I'm about it.
0: No, I mean this. I'll be very surprised. This is like come out. We review it. and It's like wow, four ticket stubs, four and a half ticket stubs. It's like it's like a three ticket stub movie, probably. Yeah, but something I can watch. Like, (laughs) all right, I enjoyed myself. Wasn't the greatest movie, but I still had fun with it. Um, I think that's all this movie really needs to be. Anyways, I mean it's, it's coming out in the summer, so it has. It's going to have a lot of competition. Like I think it comes out around the same time as Mission Impossible 6. So the, that's going to get kind of heated. <laughs> we'll really have the Tom Cruise, Dwayne Johnson face-off to see who's really the biggest action movie star. Um, and based on franchise um, history, it's probably going to be Tom Cruise. But we also got a surprise uh, trailer. Tech- uh, I don't know if you want to say a surprise trailer because it was, was rumored that it was coming, yeah. but we we're, weren't. Sure, for sure if it was going to happen or what it was going to show or who it was going to be coming from. But we got the first trailer for Cloverfield Paradox, which is what? God Particle slash Cloverfield 3 slash some people thought Cloverfield Station yeah. ended up being. We got the first trailer to the Super Bowl announcing, you can go watch this media after Super Bowl because it's going to be on Netflix right after the game's over. Mm-hmm. It was. I've yeah. seen it. You've seen it. Yes. Your review is up on the, the site friendsandfilm.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. We're going to review it in full um, on the main show next week instead of doing 1517 to Paris, um, just because I the bigger property. I think we have a lot to talk about with the movie. Yes. But I, but not a, not a movie review. When you Got saw it. the trailer, you were like, wow. Yes. Yes. Wow, I'm excited. I can't wait to watch well, this.
1: Absolutely. I, like, rocketed in my chair, and I was like, family look at this that that's the cloverfield movie it's it's doing something so awesome um but it was like a very short trailer Mm -hmm. um and of course you know it's not jurassic world and it's not star wars so didn't win the night for me but it was still very cool the trailer showed me a lot of crazy things happening it was kind of like a mini life trailer everyone was just like in pain and screaming for their lives there was a hand on the floor right and there was some Cloverfield nostalgia Mm -hmm. in there as well it was a really well done trailer you know the cell Cloverfield paradox so I mean I definitely dug the trailer I mean of course it got me right into the, Mm -hmm. the film after the big game and watched it and I mean, wrote like a first draft review that night and <laughs> yeah so but what did you think i mean you actually at least were keen to it before the super bowl started well, kind of somewhat I mean,
0: yeah there was an article that came out from deadline uh, a couple hours before kickoff that said we're hearing that Cloverfield's going to hit netflix tonight and they're going to announce it as part of the trailer which was the the trailer itself was the first confirmation that Netflix actually bought the movie at all. Yeah. Um, price tag is rumored to be fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Hefty price tag. Um, and but as far as the trailer went, the surprise factor of it, especially being like, watch it tonight on Netflix, is unprecedented. It definitely got me way more excited for Cloverfield Particle or, jeez, <laughs> I just combined. There we go. Multiple titles. Paradox. Cloverfield Paradox um, than I was before. Because it's was like, wow, I just saw the first trailer and I can watch it tonight. It's such a, a surprising, in, interesting, and creative way to do your marketing in typical Cloverfield fashion that just surprises you out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and I really liked what I saw in the trailer because it looked like a Cloverfield movie. It had all the suspense, the mystery, the intrigue. Um, it had those callbacks to the initial movie. We were like, wait, is this a prequel? Yeah. Is this – uh you know, take place at the same time. Like, how does this work? And the movie eventually kind of answers some of those questions. But the trailer really made me interested to find out those. To the point where, you know, the Super Bowl ended at like eleven or something, and I started watching the the movie at like eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. Even though I had to be at work the next morning at you know eight o'clock, I'm like, I'm staying up to watch this because I want to watch it right away. Yeah. So. I liked the trailer, but it, again, it's not like, wow, definitely won Super Bowl. It, it was, it may be the – if it wasn't for Solo and the teaser to the teaser, mm-hmm. it probably would have been the buzziest thing that come out of the Super Bowl because yeah. it was so, oh, my gosh. Um, but it actually, the most talked about trailer footage, whatever you want to call it, that came out of Super Bowl was a 30-second Avengers Infinity War spot. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. The the most anticipated movie of the year for many, many people Mm -hmm. um, ended up being the most talked about movie online. It's not a surprise, but the 30-second spot, personally, I thought was really cool. It gave us basically all new footage, gave us a look at Cap's new shields, um, teased kind of the fallout from... That shot in the first trailer of vision looks like he's getting the, the mind gem ripped out of his skull. Yeah. Maybe showing if that he survived or that he, he lost the stone. He still survived or what, what the deal is there. Um, it just it had a lot of cool elements that people are still dissecting and getting interesting theories of that I'm getting behind. I really like. And, um, it just continues the more I watch it and think about it and hear people are to other people talk about it. The hype. Just continues to rise for me. I uh, can't wait. So uh, it's not, but again, it wasn't like, wow, that blew my mind. Like, I was half expecting that Thanos throwing the moon thing to be in there, mm-hmm. like the, the cliffhanger to really just shock audiences um, and viewers of the Super Bowl, but we didn't get that. Instead, it was just a lot of, here are these characters together, here are these other characters. It's just like character combos. And it's like, I've never seen any of this before. Yeah. I'm all there for it. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially because it was all new footage. There was not a single thing recycled, but it sort of told the same story, like a miniaturized version of the same story with all new footage. Yeah, which was really cool. I mean, you don't get that very often. Mm -hmm. And with a 30 second spot during the Super Bowl, I mean, you should do something,
0: right? You know, like I was expecting, like you know, them to take the two and a half minute trailer they released before. And just cut down to 30 seconds. Give us all the same footage with yeah. one or two new shots. But they didn't do that.
1: And, you know, there's some really cool stuff. Like Peter Parker. Still hanging out in that big metal space thing. But this time it's rocketing towards space. Yeah, We get a really good shot of Thanos. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, the detail. Woo. Wow. Iron Man's flying through there. And everyone's just kind of like... It's sort of like saying, hey, all your favorite people, they're hanging out together now. Yeah. you know, And you're seeing the Guardians walk down the ramp. Thor is... In one of those pods with Rocket, was that with right? With Rocket
0: and Groot. Yeah. And Groot's <laughs> Which, just, like, texting <laughs> or something. Exactly. He's, like, on, like, a mobile device just being, like, super <laughs> teenagers. Like, I don't care what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. and
1: it was, it was kind of like, this is Chris – Hem- Chris Hemsworth definitely probably had a ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Getting to be funny, probably funny with these people, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. You know, so I just think that's great. And, yeah, it was it was definitely a really great spot.
0: Right. So, going circling back to the big question – was Solo's trailer better than the other Super Bowl trailers? You say yes. Yes. I say no because I think Mission Impossible surpasses just in terms of pure excitement. Um, but I don't think there's that big of a divide between us in terms of you're more entrenched in Star Wars lore. So, of course, you're going to be more excited for a Star Wars film. Yes. I You're not entrenched at all. You've never seen a Mission Impossible movie. I have. I really like them all. So, I'm going to like the Mission Impossible 6 trailer. And that's and it. I'll say it's a slight margin. It's not like, wow, you know, Mission Impossible is a ten. Okay. And Solo is like a four, and everything else split to mm-hmm. three. Like, no, like it's like a solid seven and eight. Sure.
1: So when we when we asked the big question, I mean, obviously we ask it before we start right. taping. But when we asked it, did you have to do a pro con list? Did you have to? I mean, was there um, any moment where you're like? oh, do I like Fallout more than Solo?
0: Er, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there <laughs> wasn't
0: There wasn't too much debate. It was mainly just like I kind of reflected on each, thought about them, and I was like, which one got me more excited to see the movie? Sure. And it was the Mission Impossible trailer because I know immediately with that trailer, I knew before what I was going to get with this movie, but it reinforced exactly what that movie going to be. Solo, it gave me a better understanding, but I still have questions. Um, so I'm more intrigued, possibly, by the solo footage, but I'm more excited for Mission Impossible.
1: Okay, fair enough. Because I was always wondering, because I mean, obviously I haven't seen the Mission Impossible film, so right. I'm like, am I really going to say I'm like, stoked about the, <laughs> the sixth installment of a franchise I have no connection to? Right. And you know, like I said, Jurassic World really put it up there. Uh, Paradox and Avengers are so good. But I mean, come on, it's it's Han Solo. And it's his origin story in a couple of ways, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So,
0: If you had to rank the six things we talked about, Solo, Mission Impossible, Jurassic World, Skyscraper, Cloverfield, and Avengers, do you have an idea of what those would be? Oh,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Um, first of all, Solo, of course. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World, Cloverfield Paradox, Avengers, Fallout, Skyscraper.
0: Okay. Uh I would put it at Mission Impossible Avengers Ooh, okay. Solo Fair enough. uh Cloverfield skyscraper Jurassic World Really Yeah You're, you you were just not about Jurassic World at all I'm now. really not I mean I don't know I'm I hope I'm wrong I hope I mean J Biona, in my book 2 for 2 with great films The Impossible is incredible a monster calls was so good i hope he can do the same thing and surprise me but same time so far based on the marketing i just they haven't given me a reason really to care yet um and i'm waiting for that so if anything i'll just be super surprised and uh, love the movie yeah. because i had such low expectations but i'll have to wait and see that is it for this edition of the big question Uh, If you like this episode, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Head over to iTunes give us a five-star review with comments. Uh, We'll be back, obviously, with the main show. Uh, Next week, as I mentioned, we'll be doing a review of Cloverfield Paradox. If you have not yet seen it, guess what? You can go watch it right now as long as you have Netflix. It's free, kind of. Um, Stream it. It's like an hour 42, hour 43. Really simple. Um, You can get right through it. and Then you can join us in the discussion. If you see the movie... Tweet us your thoughts, share it with us, um, and then we'll talk about what you thought as well when we do our review, um, especially any spoiler thoughts you may have about the movie. Uh, be sure to tell us your thoughts on everything covered, whether it's the Star Wars new movies that we talked about in an emergency episode, the Super Bowl trailer we talked about now, you just caught our Ex Machina review as well. Whatever it is, let us know your thoughts. At Friends of Film on Twitter. You can follow me personally on there at Movie Cooper and Coops underscore Hoops.
1: And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for
0: tuning in to the Friends of Film podcast, Josh. See, things are fine I thought we were in trouble, but we're fine now. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll be back next week with more episodes of Friends of Film.